ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, if you're a child, you probably should not be listening to this at all in any way. So go to school, go, go to, to bed, sp- get the hell off this podcast. Go to bed, it's late. You know, play with Tic Tacs or something. I don't know. Tic-tac-toe? Tic-tac-toe? Does anybody do that anymore? I don't know. No, I played Tic-tac-toe uh, uh, when I was coaching baseball, actually. It was funny. But anyway, uh, this is the Other Trash Podcast, a podcast about trash. Anything. Absolutely everything. Anything and everything. Um, this is the inaugural, number one, first edition, blah, 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 whatever you want to call it. It is a podcast about absolutely everything and nothing. Um, I'm going to be sitting down with uh, family and friends. We're going to be cracking a bottle of wine, a bottle of scotch, beers, whatever floats their boat. Um, and uh, we're just going to be talking about their stories because, uh, you know, people people really have uh, cool stories to tell. And pretty much everyone I know has uh, <laughs> one hell of a story. And it's pretty crazy. So this podcast will literally be about everything. Uh Sports and entertainment, uh, gaming, I'm a big gaming nerd, or I was before I had courage, parenting, um, you know, sex and relationships, <gasps> dating, oh, very randy, um, you know, food and alcohol, yeah, yeah pretty much, everything. pretty much freaking everything, like, absolutely everything. So if you are a fan of profanity and poor subject matter, um, then come along for the ride. Hop on the train. Hop on the train. Or the garbage truck, because that's what I am. I am your host, Joshy. Joshy man? Joshy boy? Sclabby? Whatever you want to call me. Josh. Um, I've actually never heard anybody call you Sclabby. Yeah, it's been it's been ages. I was like in school, and then it's like, eh, it doesn't really work, and it's just gross. So, eh, just call me Josh. But uh, I am a garbage man, and uh, let's get to it. Uh, with me today... Um, first of many appearances on uh, this podcast will uh, is my uh, lovely and talented magnificent super hot wifey uh, hashtag super hot wifey that's true it's pretty much every hashtag I've put on um, is uh, my lovely wife uh, Rebecca how are you my love I am fantastic you've brought this beautiful lovely bottle of white wine down and <laughs> As we sit in our basement, because, you know, God forbid we do this podcast upstairs, where our 15-year-old daughter yeah. is, is trying to listen in. <laughs> oh, no, and no doubt she would, because... Because, yeah. you know, that's what they do. Oh, God. I know I would have. My parents were talking on a podcast, or, although at the time I wouldn't have understood what it was, because, good Lord, the world has changed. But, uh, yeah, we have a 15-year-old daughter who is... Uh, <sighs> yeah, she's, you know, oh, gosh, you know. she's 15 and yeah, she's 15, she's 15. I, I don't even want to say going on 30 because I was I was actually I was figuring shit out at 30 mm. but at 15 like everything's chaos right so yeah. she's she's 15 going on yeah. 15 she, she's your daughter hokey smokey she <laughs> is you like times 20 it's crazy I don't know how to take that I don't know either <laughs> it's, it's nuts but uh, we have a a daughter who will be uh, one year old oh, right away nice. here yeah. coming up here oh mm-hmm. my lord one year old I can't believe it she's um, she's my first um, my fourth <laughs> yes because you have uh, Three two little boys old. yeah two little boys and who are 11 they'll be 12 yeah. they're almost 12 yeah oh, 12 little boys what, and what did you say that the comparison was like uh no no they're noise a, covered a in definition dirt? yeah they're the definition of a, a little boy is a noise covered in dirt and that's exactly that's exactly the perfect definition yeah they are <laughs> which is true which is a good thing you want them to be crazy inquisitive and, noise that's right you know you want they're crazy and 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 you know busy and whatnot and that's good you don't want them sitting in a freaking corner you know playing games all the time or playing on the ipad and not moving yeah, yeah like it's, they, they're they've got their hands and everything but you know what it's oh my god gotta touch this gotta touch that you know yeah. and i think back it's like uh, no i didn't do that because uh parents would have killed me <laughs> just kidding jokes um but anyway yeah so that's our little family but i figured i have you on first because uh your story is absolutely nuts absolutely amazing you are fascinating. i still don't understand why you think Be- that you are think about it you are a riddle wrapped in a mystery covered in a conundrum 
Oh, because, well, even I'm a to myself, well, right? I, I don't even figure out half, half, half the reasons why I make the yeah. decisions I make. But no, it's, you know, that makes can. sense at the time, so you, you do. Yeah, I can't, and maybe that's the attraction, I don't know. Can't figure it out. But your story is unbelievable. You really should write a book. It's absolutely That's why nuts. you're attracted to me, because you can't figure me out. <sighs> no doubt. You're not boring. It's always exciting. It's crazy. Well, you know. It's, it's really, like, the things you've done, the places you've lived, the places you've worked... The, the personalities you've, you've met because uh, you've met some doozies. You are a <laughs> magnet. Oh, I, I've you met a few You are a magnet people, yeah. for the crap, you know what I mean? Yeah, wow. Like the dregs of humanity are just, for some reason, just attracted to you like crazy, which doesn't say much for me. But um, <laughs> here we are. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's going to be pretty pretty informal, but... Uh, so you're born here in Medicine Hat, in the armpit, in the forgotten Born province? and raised, yeah, yeah. in uh, in Medicine Hat, Alberta, which not a lot of us are, actually. Because, no. I mean, you yourself are not even from no. here. Yeah, and actually, when you talk to a lot of people, like, I've got... They're all imports, yeah. yeah. Mostly from Saskatchewan. Why? Why did they move here? Like, Medicine Hat, think about it. Our little town, which is mm. called Medicine Hat, the strangest word. It's, when you tell people you're from Medicine Hat, like, they think you're joking. They think you're making fun of them. It's really funny. Right. So we're from Medicine Hat, and I, I'm from Medicine Hat, and yeah, born and raised. I was here for 18 years, and then all of a sudden decided I was going to be, you know, grown up and move away and do, do what pretty much a lot of people end up doing, mm. and yet again, full circle back here again, <laughs> so it's... How many times have you actually moved? Like, moved from house to house? I want to say... Like 24? No. Oh, from house to house? Yeah, from house oh to house. Oh my gosh. I yeah. can't, you know be. what, Joshua? I can't even, I can't <laughs> even keep count. I think, I, I think it's got to be nearing 30 since I was 18. Jesus Christ. I mean, but the, you know, that was just, you know, you get a relationship. You, you try that out. You move in with somebody and then it doesn't work out because of one reason or another. But you I know, wouldn't I've, know anything about that. I didn't really do it. Oh, okay. Well... <laughs> No, Anyways. you did grown-up dating where you would, like, actually, like, move in with the other people and they lived in the same city, state, province, <laughs> Oh, country. well, no, I had a few of my long-distance relationships that, you, oh, know, yeah, I suppose. you know, didn't pan out. But, mm. you know, you know I've, I've done something like you've done in your mm. past and that happens. But, okay, so going back to your question, how many times... Mm. Okay, so, well, let's just cover the city. Yeah, break it down. All right. Break it down so, for city first. Medicine Hat... To Holyoke, Massachusetts, which is by Boston. Um, from Holyoke, I went back to Medicine Hat. Then from Medicine Hat again to Lethbridge. Lethbridge to Medicine Hat. <laughs> and then Medicine Hat to Edmonton. Edmonton to Iceland. And then Iceland back to Medicine Hat. And then I forgot. In there somewhere was Newfoundland for six months. But we don't really... <laughs> count that because it was only six months it was like a, only six it, it was like moved. a brief brief stay like a vacation type thing okay. it wasn't really That's a relocation a, okay. i didn't i didn't bring all of my belongings it was just it put, hold, put it in storage and i was only there for hold the phone it's not like you moved like to an acreage out of town you moved to not like no, the farthest no, no, part from our okay country. so so what happened was literally it was the person i was um dating at the time actually my daughter's biological father he he decided that, you know, I'm going to go on unemployment and let's go to Newfoundland. I'm like, uh, okay. I was 18. I didn't have any ties. Or I was 19. I didn't have any ties. So I'm like, okay. So uh, packed up the car. This, um, it, it, was, it was a Chev Z34 <laughs> and uh, a sweet looking car, but um, I didn't drive and I had a baby kitten. And took it all the way there with me, and there was another person in the car with us, Sammy Hines. He's, he was about at that at that. I don't even know what he he would be like now, but at that point he was this big boisterous man, who always sang half a tone off. <laughs> so the entire time he's he's singing like Merle Haggard and and Stomp and Tom and. And, I already like this guy. And, you know, who's the burning ring of fire guy? Um, Johnny Cash. Tom, Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Cash. Oh, come on. I've, I'm using my second. Guy. Uh, did you just, just finish off that bottle of wine? Well, we're already halfway through. We're anyway, there. so <laughs> we're, I had to listen to that four days straight all the way across days. Canada. Oh, yeah, I guess. Four days. days straight. Well, because we drove, yeah, right? Yeah. And no, it was sense. just. Oh. So, anyways, 
Because, yes, so I lived in Newfoundland. <laughs> in Newfie. You were a goofy Newfie. No, I was not. I was a temporary <laughs> resident of a house in Newfoundland in the armpit of the Bjorn Peninsula. I somehow live in all these armpits. You live places. in pretty much every armpit there is, wherever you go. Because New yeah. England's kind of the armpit of America, too. I don't think it, no, I think that's well, then, more like Virginia, but I'd have to get out the map and really look well, at it. Well, that's not then. the armpit, because that's like... No, like... Central-ish. No! <sighs> Massachusetts is not the armpit. Massachusetts is like, hey, I was like one it's of It's way up in a corner. Yeah, but corner. it was one of the Ugh. first first places where... So? That was, that was like the first place where nothing. everything happened for the America. <laughs> for the Americans. For, for myself, because I'm an American. Yes, you're duly... Yeah, I'm a You're dealer. a freaking Yankee. You're a traitorous. I'm a Yankee Canadian. A Yankee Canadian. I've You're never... a traitorous colonial. That's what you are. Oh. Traitor. <laughs> you hate Trist... you married me. <laughs> true. And just recently, actually. Me? Yeah, recently. Yeah, that's true. We just got married. Uh, if uh, you get a chance, uh, don't do it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. <gasps> what, <laughs> Joshua? You know what? Planning a marriage is miserable. The actual wedding day is pretty awesome. Um, I'm not going to get married to you. Have you seen you? Jesus. You're freaking 20 times Anyhow. out of my freaking league. But, no. um, okay, so we moved to Newfoundland and you came back to the hat. This is, that was after uh, Massachusetts. Yeah. I'm probably going to say Massachusetts came Mass- back to the hat and then I, um. That's, that's when you moved to Newfoundland. Then I moved to Newfoundland. So what were you six doing, months. What were you doing in, uh, in, uh, New England? New England. In Holy, um, Holy Okay. Holy? So Holy I was 18, I went on, um, when I was 18, my mom said, you can pick anywhere in the world uh, as your graduation present, <laughs> we'll go. And I wanted to go oh and see my God. grandparents and, you yeah. know, they were, they were getting up there and I missed them and I, and I wanted to see my cousins and, you know, yeah, my, the family. Sense. So I went yes. there. And Most people like, uh, Dubai or friggin, I want to go to Africa. Or and I want to go to Holyoke. Like the, and you're like, Holyoke. Although, Holyoke is the uh, birthplace of volleyball. It is. And if they never would have came up with volleyball, we would have never gotten uh, those lovely volleyball shorts for the girls. So thank you, Holyoke. You have made the world a better place. <laughs> Anyhow. And what are you going to do? <laughs> no, I ended up going there for vacation. And you know what? Um, I was 18 and I said, decided, you know what? I, w- I want to stay here. I-, I met a few people, maybe a boy. And- but also I wanted to go to school out there and, and you know I got I, I applied and I got accepted right away and what did you take what did you take in school biotechnology biotechnology mm-hmm. okay that's kind of neat um did you did you take it anywhere else you just one school no or? no 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 um actually I was supposed to transfer into UMass after a couple of years okay. after getting my diploma and you know I only stayed there for a year and ended up coming back to Mid-Snat so didn't finish the program mm. But yeah, it would have been a neat avenue to go down. I mean, a oh, study no. of living organisms and and applying it to our, our latest technology. Mm. It, it was it's really neat. It's it actually, it's a really. Yeah, it I mean, there's so been. many different avenues you can take oh, when no. you're doing biotech. I mean, I mean, even pharmaceuticals mm. now mm-hmm. are using biotechnology. And did and, you uh, continue on when you came to medicine? Like didn't. at the college? No. No. I went, I was actually gearing towards nursing. I had to take one upgrading course, so I oh, should My aunt is uh, I know. And you know what? I'm thinking myself because I, I, I actually, to this day, I, I, if I had a choice, I would go back to nursing. Yeah, you would have been a good nurse. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fun. You have a very, uh, you know, loving and caring personality. I think you would have been a... Oh, I, sometimes. I, yes, sometimes. Not to me, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you would have been a fantastic nurse. I'm not going to lie. You, uh, you really would have. But, uh, so, where did you go after that? Uh, Medicine you said Lethbridge? When mm-hmm. you moved back? So, Medicine was here for two and a half years, I want to say. And then, you know, Emma came along when I was 21. I was turning 21, and I returned to the one, and then I had Emma. And, um, so then... After Emma was a year old, I moved to Lethbridge because I had changed programs. I went to a psychology program. Uh-oh. And so I got accepted into L and... That I did not know. I should not be talking. <laughs> You're going to hmm. diagnose me with uh, craziness. <laughs> no, I um, took, took psychology and then moved to Lethbridge. And then was coaching up there at the same time to support 
you know, going to school sure. and to support a, my living, mm. right, and for Emma too. And and then after after the one semester, I decided, you know what, I just kind of want to coach. I don't want to do any anything else. I want to coach. And so then I dropped school mm. and went into coaching. Well, that's, that's a calling. You know what I mean? And it's not like you're bad at it. You're pretty freaking awesome. You are a super coach for sure. Honestly. Well, because well, you yourself told me that, you know, you are as high as a coach can go right now. Like, all you need yeah. is, as as far as the Canadian program is concerned, all you need is a super athlete, and yeah. uh, you could be technically an Olympic coach. I need a national level. I, I need somebody who's on the national team to get my complete certification. Yeah. That's... I've done the level four for program, Cocoa and... When you think about it. Yeah, well, well, I mean, it's... Like, yeah. you know, the amount of the amount of training you've had, the amount of, you know, experience you have is, is just, it's unbelievable. It's great. Well, it's something that I understand that I can relate to. Because you were I... in gymnastics. You were a gymnast. Yeah. Not uh, a very good one, though. I find that hard to believe because you were... Oh, no. Ask not... anybody who knew me back then. <laughs> I wasn't a good gymnast. Um, I started very late. Hmm. I was 11 years old, and then I didn't get on the competitive team until I was 12. And Eva, my... My coworker, my best friend, and she's like a second mom to me. She, she didn't want me on the team because I was so old, right? And You're old. I'm old. <laughs> go now. Go now. Go do a basketball. <laughs> anyway, so she, but eventually she took me on, and she had no choice because where else was I? What else was I supposed to do in the program? I guess. Right, and now Eva's pretty awesome. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. She actually funny story. Uh, Eva coached me in gymnastics because yep. That's right, ladies. Though she doesn't remember you. I was a gymnast. Of course not. Lord. How could anybody remember? (laughs) Mind you, you were just, you were very young when you were. Oh, yeah. I think I was like nine. Not even. And it was like, it was just wreck, whatever. And it was my parents being, you know. They were being good parents. They were being good parents. They were putting you in a sport that was going to. They put me in everything. Yeah. You know, I, I was in swimming, like I'm a lifeguard, or I was. Probably not now, but I was certified as a lifeguard. You know, I. I worked as a lifeguard. I played soccer, baseball, basketball, football, um, fencing. I did fen- my parents put me in fencing. Like they put me really? in friggin- judo. You know, I was in judo for a long judo, time. I knew that, but like fencing. Yeah. So you could like poke me with a what is it called? A foil. Or a Ooh. saber. Foil me, please. <laughs> foil me. That just sounds odd. That That's like dirty. you're foiling my plants. You're foiling my plants. But, come uh, foil me, Josh. That actually wasn't bad. Light a candle and you can come foil me. <laughs> Light a candle. There you go. We'll get into that at, a, <laughs> at another podcast. There's a be, Put you lit a candle. Put you little candle. There's going to be a lot of inside jokes, but we'll get to those. We'll get to the those podcasts. They are going to be pretty awesome. So, well, you know, your mom worked hard to put you in gymnastics. That's pretty cool. But did you did you always want to coach, mm. or was it just like when you? Did you coach you know in Newfoundland or when you came back? No. When you came back to Medicine Hat, you're like, I want to coach? No, there was nowhere to coach in oh. Newfoundland. What, who was I going to coach? No, I suppose. Right? I was in a town of 600 people. Mm-hmm. It was nothing to do there, but all they did was drink their faces off and play darts. And that that's kind of not, you know. What's that's the not... problem? This sounds like a great time. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you know me. That's, <laughs> well, yeah, that's you. not my cup of tea, so to speak. Um, yeah, darts is just you know, out of the question. <laughs> So it was, so, it, it, it was hard. It was a hard six months because it was winter and there was nothing yeah. else to do. And yes. so, uh, you know, I, I fought through it and then finally I put my foot down and said, I need to come back. And that was that, but no, I didn't, I didn't get back to coaching. And you know, when I left, I was kind of, it was, it was a very abrupt, I guess, departure because mm. I went down, like I said, I went to visit my grandmother and I decided to stay. And then I called Eva from Massachusetts and told her, I said, you know what? I'm not coming back in a month. Hmm. So you're going to have to find somebody else to fill in my spot. And she wasn't too happy about that. And so that, that, that created a lot of tensions and that was my poor, uh, I did that very poorly. Mm-hmm. Right. And I learned at a very young age that, you know, you can't just leave people high and dry like that. So it was, it, it was, uh, it was not good for a few years. And then after I had Emma, it was not until then. So it was like a... I did coach in the States mm-hmm. for a year, but... When, in, I got, in, when you were in Mass? When I was in Mass, too. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. I did coach there. And you did training there, too? I did, actually. Mm-hmm. I'd retired at 18, and then I went back, and I was doing some, like, like just open gyms, and I think it was in Westfield, Massachusetts, and 
And I was actually better. You mean Worcester? <laughs> no, Westfield. Oh. Which is like by where the airfield base. And oh, okay. there was a little club there, and I'd gone there three times a week or get my then boyfriend to drive me. And, and uh, no, I was I was actually doing very well and learning stuff and just, I was working very hard, but again, it was, it, everything pulled me back to Medicine Hat. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I made the decision to come back and stay, so I And did. for those who, who don't know, um, you work with Eva now, mm. you know, full circle. Yeah. Full circle back, you know, it's after I had Emma, like I went back and she needed a coach and she's so cool. She would be a cool one to have on the podcast to tell her story. Holy she's... shit. Yeah. You know what? She yeah. should be the next one to come back. Yeah, she'd be pretty crazy. Cause the stories that woman has oh and just she escaped. The, the respect I have. She escaped into the West. She's wrote, well, she was, you know. it, well, we can get back. Yeah. But she's, she was from Eastern Europe and she escaped to the West. Like uh-huh. that's to hear stories like that is pretty crazy and makes you really, really appreciate what you have here. So, and number one, she's freaking hilarious. Oh my God. You know, it's and so you know, you know, it's funny because even sometimes what she says comes out and people take offense. I don't mm-hmm. take offense anymore. I used to at a, mm-hmm. at a younger age, but now I'm just like, oh, yeah. it's the, it's Cause the I know yeah. what, like the woman is so kind hearted. She mm-hmm. doesn't mean no, no, no. to ever offend or hurt somebody. That's it's an just... Eastern European thing is it's, they're, they're, they're blunt, you know, but mm-hmm. Eva's got like a huge heart. Well, she works with freaking kids. You gotta have a big heart to work with kids all day. You know what I mean? Oh, she says so, drink a lot. All that too. But who doesn't? Well. <laughs> I don't trust those people. That's what. So you don't trust me. <laughs> you. No, that's right. You don't drink a lot. Right? <laughs> no, I don't. You're both of us. That's why. Tonight, though, is an exception. It's, well, it's a Saturday. What are you going to do? Mm. So you moved to Lethbridge. Uh, were you yeah. coaching in Lethbridge? I was. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I actually moved go? to Lethbridge for two reasons. Mm-hmm. Um... So I actually met my ex-husband while I was coaching, and he mm-hmm. ran. Um, he was running the gym club out there as a head coach. Oh, he was running it. That's cool. Well, he was a head coach, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever. And um, that's the boys' father. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and um, so then I said, okay, well, you know what? Um, it was actually funny because I wasn't moving out there for him. I moved mm-hmm. out there for the U of L program. Okay, because you were. Because I have actually we were we dated for a bit and then we broke up. Mm-hmm. And then, but I was moving to Lethbridge regardless for the psychology program. Oh, okay. But I, I was still employed, and it was a, it was a good breakup, and then we eventually got back together, and mm-hmm. so it says history. Got married and had two, two baby boys. Two pretty kick-ass boys. Not gonna yeah. lie, they're you know. And their story alone is actually well. They are. Uh, you know, we a, should have a podcast one of these days about that as well because that is. Mm-hmm. I remember the day you told me about that. Um, I hadn't met your boys yet, but you had you were telling me, and I'm just like. What yeah, that frick? was pretty much the scariest day in my life. It was like a freaking episode of fucking Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. It was like unbelievable. But the kids didn't die. Yeah, which is weird because in Grey's Anatomy, I hate that freaking show. That's not true. I hate that show. I hate it. You made me watch every single Only episode. Only because of you get pregnant. emotionally attached to it, and you're like, oh, and it causes an emotional release Wouldn't... or something on you, and you don't like it. I don't that. get emotionally attached. They kill a freaking kid every episode. It's like, oh, and then have... yes, because it causes you to get super angry <sighs> or something. God. I hate that freaking show. Like, you love it. He secretly, he secretly loves Secret, it. No, no. I love a lot of weird shows, a lot of weird, stupid shows, stupid crap. <laughs> but Grey's Anatomy can go fuck itself. Anyhow. I hate that shit. Anyway. <laughs> I hate that stupid woman and afraid. Shut up. Duh. It's awful. Mm. But, uh, okay, so from Lethbridge, you moved back to Medicine Hat? Or you went to Edmonton? Sorry. No, nope, from Edmund, right. from Lethbridge, I actually moved back to Medicine Hat, came back to Wienerville, to, wasn't it? To Wienerville, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah bought a house in Wienerville because affectionately called Wienerville because uh, no, someone nobody calls it no, that. Because nobody have you calls noticed? It that. Have you noticed? Because um, on the sign going out to Wienerville, which is a little hamlet outside of Medicine Hat, for those who don't know, um, the sign will get vandalized <laughs> at least a couple times a year. Someone will spray paint uh, the V into a W. So it says Wienerville, which is, Anyways. which is funny because no. I'm like a child. But anyway. Anyways. <laughs> so you moved, you moved out there. I did. Um, and uh, Bought a house, uh, tore it down to the studs, rebuilt it. <laughs> oh, can you imagine this? Coming home to our house and an entire wall is knocked out and all there is is like rubble and, and all this, you know, this drywall all over the place. How would you react? I would shoot myself in the face <laughs> i hate that crap 
Oh, that's true. I wouldn't do that now. That would drive me. But bonkers. you know, I was really ambitious, and and that house was just so old. So, well, but regardless, yeah, we, there's we, a difference though. Like, if I moved back, yeah, and if it's an old house that needs, you know, renovating, oh that's god, fine. yeah. But like if it's our, our house yeah. doesn't need any renovations, like we just need another bathroom. God's sake. Yeah, yeah. Dealing with a fifteen-year-old now, when they're in the washroom doing their eyebrows is just. <laughs> How do oh, my eyebrows now? Oh my god. <laughs> Eyebrows. Okay, to to have a little uh, perspective here. Um, two years ago, like right before I met Rebecca, um, I was living in my first house uh, with my brother, uh, my younger brother. I have two younger brothers, but uh, my the middle brother. Mm. I was living with him, um, sitting on the couch in my underwear, eating Cheetos out of my belly button, you know, watching dirty movies. <laughs> it's like you know by myself like I was just like total bachelor like it was unbelievable drinking every weekend and gambling and I used to smoke not anymore you basically made me quit all of my shitty habits I'm so boring now I'm domesticated domesticated no you're not boring you're <laughs> fabulous <laughs> well well number one you're gonna live longer because maybe thank you <laughs> the and... stress will kill me <laughs> stress of having a 15 year old fucking daughter no, and knowing no. that I'm gonna go through it again because we have another one. But, like, so I went from, like, no kids and dealing with me and only me, you know, to twin boys, a 13-year-old uh, girl at the time, and uh, now a newborn. Like, yeah. yeah, but they're pretty amazing at the end of the yeah. day. Oh, they're... Right, I mean, you know I, think, I think we're going Even, through what you know, every other parent yeah. goes through, and it's just, like, you want to pull your hair out, but at mm-hmm. the same time, it's... You celebrate these milestones mm-hmm. and you realize, like, wow, how does a person develop that much in such a short little time? Even with Alessia. Absolutely. But even with Emma, her decision-making skills now. She was totally different than when I first met her. Mm, and that was... Totally. She was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. And in two years, she's... Like I said, she's a different person. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's been not... It hasn't been well, easy, of course, right? No, but no parent would... No parent would say that. No parent would believe that. No. But, uh... You know, it's it's amazing to see how much she's changed and how much she's grown. And I am looking, you know, as much as I say I'm dreading it, I am looking forward to seeing uh, Alessia grow up. Uh, oh, the, shut your mouth. We're not ready the, for that yet. No, no, she's so goddamn cute. But I'm, you know, I can't wait to see the woman she becomes, you know. And the boys, like, every time I see them, because they live with their father, and they fly um, to Medicine Hat, um... Yeah, one, two, three, three times a year, and you mm-hmm. fly there once. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, to see how much they've changed in the short amount of time that I've known them, you know, is, is pretty amazing. <laughs> it's it's pretty crazy how everyone grows up and changes and becomes their own person. It's really and, cool. And you know what, though? The thing is, is when did time start going faster? I always think of that. Like, when did we enter this realm of where, where time doesn't, like, go... T- it's like holy shit that was like that's like that's been two weeks what a month what like it's it's been a year since we've had a last yeah well i see i see on the old facebook machine the old the facebook as my as my mother calls it the facebook (laughs) she calls it the google the facebook and there's another one the marijuana (laughs) she calls it the marijuana you know or pot how come it was when, when our parents say pot? It's just, it's just like the funniest thing ever. Oh, God. And, and just on a side note, pot was legalized how many days ago? Two days ago? I don't know. It was on Wednesday. On Wednesday. So, what day is it today? Saturday. Oh, yeah. So, if it was, yeah, the pot. The potheads. Well, I'd like to hear about it, potheads. Tell me what movie that's from. One of the greatest movies ever. Y'all know about death? Y'all killers? Well, I'd like to hear about it, potheads. Y'all smoke this shit to escape reality? I am reality. Last full of shit. Oh. That's Platoon! It was Charlie Sheen! I can't remember the actor's name who actually said I, that line. He's I, been in a lot of movies. But no, uh, you've never, never seen... seen... How Shh. dare you? Oh my god. Platoon is one of the now. greatest movies ever. I love Platoon. That was a great show. Never seen it. There's Anyways. so many good lines in that show. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, it's crazy. Like, this parenting thing... Um, my favorite quote, well, one of them, I should say, is one of my favorite quotes of all time. It's from Mark Twain, and uh, it's, the two most important dates of your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. 
And I think when we had Alessia is when I really found out why. Because, you know, a lot of people out there, a lot of, a lot of guys and gals just, you know, meander through this life not knowing why they're here or what they're here to do and, you know, things like that. And when I saw my, uh, my baby daughter, I was just... Oh, God. And there's that instant and primal urge that, you know, like, you're like, I'm going to protect this with my life. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I've heard the same thing from uh, Justin uh, uh, Morris. Mm. You know, he said the same thing. Uh, Weber, you know, my buddy Webbs, said the same thing. He's like, you just, that's something as a dude, you're just like, I'm going to protect this. And uh, Freeze, my buddy Freeze, who has three boys, God, guy's a warrior. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> Hey, Freeze, we, we, like, we, we love you, man. <laughs> yeah, the Yeti is a warrior, I'll tell you that much. No, th- that family needs a vacation, oh man. Freeze, uh, Chris and Jen need, need a vacation. <laughs> you just call him Chris? No, the Yeti. <laughs> the Yeti, yes. But, uh, yeah, he's, he, and, he, and he said it best. He's like, you see them, your child, and you are instantly in love with them. Instantly. And that was absolutely true. So, you know, I, I figured, you know, at, at the, as the days go on, I realize more and more, that's why I'm here. I'm here to be a dad. Not just the garbage man who picks up crap all day. I, uh, We're talking about crap. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I'm talking about crap. But I'm, I'm, you know, I love being a dad. It's, it's pretty cool. So, you know, um, mm. it's pretty, pretty awesome. I remember, I just, I remember the day she was born. Mm. Right, and, because uh, we had a, we had a scheduled C-section. Because mm-hmm. mine was a repeat, and, and when she held, when when Doctor McCubbin held her up, we didn't know if it was a boy or a girl. Mm. And oh, all of a yeah. sudden, he said, "Okay, it's a girl." I'm like, "What? No, what?" Because I, I was so yeah. freaking high. You were high as a kite, but he asked what it was. He's like, "What is it?" Oh, that's what right. Is it, oh yeah, yeah. Because I wasn't, I was still mm. didn't believe it when he's. He held her right in my face, but he was covering uh, the genitals, so I could see. And he's like, "What is it, Josh?" I'm like, "No, uh, a baby." <laughs> <laughs> and then he pulled it. I'm like, "Oh, it's a, it's a." Well, it's, it's hard to tell at that point because <laughs> yeah. everything is so swollen oh, and big, and you're so, like, Whoa. And she was so pissed off. Oh my god, she was so mad. Well, of course. Was so funny. What would you do if somebody all of a sudden came in and well, I'm and, I cried. and brought and put <laughs> you in a freezer after you were in your nice cold, warm yeah. bed? Brought her out into Canada. Jesus, I was like, Canada. That's got to be child abuse right there. Okay. Bring her out in this <laughs> frozen, hostile wasteland where the where the country literally tries to kill you every year. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, we already had snow. Like, gross. That's bullshit. Snow, I That's, know. It's like, why do we yeah. live here? Why do we live Bring in a place? Bring on global warming. <laughs> Everyone's complaining, like, oh, yeah. And the we're like, caps, yes. The ice caps are melting. It's like, bro, <laughs> that's the best thing that can happen. I, I'm on oceanfront property. Just waiting. Just waiting. <laughs> just waiting. We're, yeah. we're waiting for that to actually if, just reach us. If Al Gore would just shut up and bring about the apocalypse, it would be great. Yeah. But, Anyhow. <laughs> so, okay. So, from... A left first medicine hat, and then uh, Wienerville, <laughs> and then you moved to Edmonton. Yes, and I had a coaching job um, in Edmonton, and and then from Edmonton. Uh, Were you coaching in medicine hat when you came back from that? Yeah, I've been coaching the whole time. Oh, okay. the whole time. Yeah, Crazy. it's I've been coaching since I was uh, God. I started Thank when you. I was fourteen. Oh, four, oh I was junior, junior coaching. Coach. Yeah, junior and then coach. I got my first gig really coaching coaching at sixteen. So. Crazy. Well, now I'm old, so I've been coaching for... Too long, beat you to it. <laughs> <laughs> Over 20 years. Good Lord. 20 years. So, yeah. Christ sakes, I can see old. where you're... You're not freaking... Well, I feel old. I feel old when I put well, it in everybody, Anybody who does anything during the day should feel old. It doesn't matter whether you're freaking 18 or 65. If you do something during the day when you get home, if you've actually done something, you should be like, Oh, God, I've actually worked today. I feel old. Because I was saying I felt old when I was 20. But it doesn't really hit you till you hit that 30 mark. And literally like... Yeah, shut up. I'm almost through my 30s. Nah, nah, you got a little ways to go. That's not, you know, that's not insignificant, you goofball. And uh, hey, and it helps the fact that you look like you're freaking 20. Um, we got ID'd when we were in Trader Joe's. With a little help from my friends, yeah. That was school. a little crazy. That was crazy. I think they'd ID anybody who's... Under 50. No, they didn't. They didn't ID the couple in front of us. And they were a little older than us. There's no way. But yeah. 
Hey, I did be. I'm like, I got that. I got. Oh, that. and I was like, hey, no, we're from Alberta. I just like, I thought maybe they're just looking because remember when they asked for our zip code and our ID? I'm like, oh, yeah. you don't need my ID. I'm from Alberta. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I thought it was because they wanted to know like just geological information for their oh, company. Yeah, for like the. And they were like, no, ID me. I'm like, are you, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no, I and I said I'm like, uh, they need no, no, they need. And then me. I looked at her. I'm like. Oh my god, you just fucking made my day. Thank you. Like, seriously? And I'm sitting there giggling like a freaking school. Because I'm not, like, I've got tattoos. I got a beard. You know, I got gray hairs starting. Oh god, more every day. We're not going to talk about that. We're just, you cannot just talk, like, complain about your gray hair. And I'm just like, okay, cool. <laughs> I haven't been ID since I was like 22. It's unbelievable. Mm. But, uh, the tattoos usually give away. But that was really funny. It's just like I love this place. Let's move to let's move to Cape Cod. Cape Cod. Cape Cod. Yeah, and Cape go to Cat. shop at Trader Joe's all the time. Shop at Trader Joe's. Yeah, mm. yeah. I can't do accents, but I imagine people will most likely get sick of me trying because never give up, never surrender, mm. ever. Mm. Uh, so okay, well, I uh, moved to Edmonton. Um, work for how many clubs there? Two. Two clubs. Yeah. And then, uh... And then all of a sudden, I've, I had an opportunity, um... You know, I was I was going through a divorce and separation, yada yada. And then, all of a sudden, I found myself needing new employment, and... Because me and my ex worked together at the same club, and That's I awkward. needed to move a little bit. I did mm. not know they worked, uh, worked there. Yep. Both yeah. of us moved from one club to another club. The same club, incidentally, but... Weird. <laughs> ended up, um, moving to Iceland. So, am I? That's pretty messed up. When you think about it. Because most people, when you talk to them, don't know where Iceland is. Well, I shouldn't say that. Most people don't know where Canada is on a map, let alone Iceland. Okay. But, so, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna bear the truth here. When I got the job in Iceland, <laughs> I actually had that. to go and look on the map to see where I was going. I'm like, okay. Because they, yeah. they were paying the way to get there. I was like, all right, we're moving to Iceland. Where's Iceland? I didn't do a whole lot of research. I just needed a job. And I was like, okay, well, I need to work. I need to support my family. I need to support my kids. And and that was that. And they offered a sweet deal. And I said, okay. So. No doubt. Well, if anyone, it doesn't matter if if you're in in need of a job and (laughs) who you're working for goes, yeah, we'll pay your way out here. It'd be like, move me to Turkmenistan. It doesn't freaking matter. You know, that's, that's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. And I guess. It is true. Most people aren't like geography nerds like I am, Mm-mm. who you know literally memorize the map. Why would you do that? I was a bored, bored child, <laughs> and broken. But anyway, <laughs> not broken. You were just so you were inquisitive, right? Yeah, well, I guess you could call it that. Um, so Iceland, that's pretty, pretty sweet. Tell me about Iceland. Tell, tell uh, me about it. You it, know, uh, the peace of my heart stays in Iceland, and it, it's no it's seriously not because of the job. Because for a year, right? I was there for a year as well, okay. and um, I honestly contemplated staying. And I actually, yeah, whenever yeah. I chose to move from one club, I, I had a, had a job offer in another club, and I was very close to taking it, but couldn't take it because my mother fell ill, so I ended up coming back here. But a piece of my heart stays there just because I loved the way my child was growing up. Yeah. I loved my life outside of the gym there was just... Everything is about, you, you just take a step back and you just live minute to minute instead of living in the future all the time. I find here mm. that I'm living in, not not today, I'm living in, okay, what's happening the next day? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 And it's always plans and planning. And, yeah. With there, it was yeah. just like, you know what? It forces you, like the way that they're, they're, the whole system works is just, you know, everybody's kind of like, oh. Everything will pan out and everything will work out on its own. It's probably a cultural thing too. Oh, absolutely, it is absolutely. And you know what? Kind of like a laissez-faire. Whatever, whatever, right? And it was so casual and not good for my stream of work because you know you can't be like that in my stream of work. But when any competitive program of sports, remove the competitive sport realm, and you're just in this life where it's just like you're. You're really savoring every minute of every day and just, hmm. I, I, everything slowed down there. And, you know, at that point in time, I probably needed that. I was going through a divorce, right? Everything mm-hmm. was just so crazy. Yeah. 
with my life on that aspect, I just, it forced me to really, I grew up tons in Iceland, mm. right? I, I learned a lot and it's just, I, it, it's hard to explain, but to go back there, I would honestly, I would consider if I didn't have to coach because coaching in Iceland is a whole different ball of wax. Mm. If I didn't have to coach and I had another job doing something else, I would consider moving back. Mm. If, I mean, granted, you would be able to come with me. Yeah. That would be nice. Like I would enjoy, you know. Oh, you would love Iceland. That that I think Iceland would be just your cup of tea, right? It's I mean we've I mean Kendra and Buddha are just there right mm-hmm. now. That's true. We have uh, and Robin and Brandon. And Robin and Brandon, yeah. yeah. They went together. Hmm. Which would be so fun, because those four people are just so awesome. Brendan is my mom calls him, because <laughs> this one time. Oh, okay, gotta share a quick story. Um, out at Elkwater, which is a small wooded area. Um. A national just park. Still Cypress further Hills. deeper in the armpit. Well, it's it straddles the border of Saskatchewan and Alberta. It's Cypress Hills Provincial but Park. But like in the armpit, armpit. Yeah, okay. it's as far as you go. Mm-hmm. But um, so we have a cabin out there, and uh, my parents were staying at the cabin, and uh, or no, I was I was there too, I think, with them. And uh, Brandon and and Buddha were <laughs> walking by, and uh, I think I'd gone fishing or something. I went somewhere. And so I wasn't at the cabin, but Bren and Buddha were staying uh, in their trailers at a campground down the way. And so they walked over to the cabin because they, they you know, I've known most of my friends, like, at least for, oh man, 15 years or more. Yeah, yeah, more, more than 15 years. But, uh, so they, they walked to the cabin because we've had, the cabin's been in our family forever. Like, my grandfather built it when he came to, um, no. when he came to, uh, Canada. So... Um, they walk to uh, walk to the cabin, hang out, and so they're talking to my parents, and I, they left, and I came back, and my mom goes, "Oh yeah, your your friends were here, uh, Buddha and uh, uh, Brendan." I said, "Brendan, I know like one. I went to school with a Brendan in elementary school, but I don't think he hang around with Buddha." I was like, "Who's my friend Brendan? Well, he was tall and he had a beard and his blonde hair, I'm like Brandon." She's like, no, I'm pretty sure it's Brendan. <laughs> okay, well, so my friend Brendan. So now <laughs> I see Brandon, I call him Brendan. Hey, Brendan. And he just had a giggle because uh, my mom, menopause, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> she's a goofy character, I gotta tell you. Mm. So. But she's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, Anyways. Uh, um, she raised three freaking boys. Oh, God, kudos to her. Yeah, and one of them was my youngest brother, Jonah, which... Oh. Who we love. <laughs> Oh, we love him. He's a character, all right. Um, so, cool. So, Iceland. Um, mm-hmm. the, by the way, in case you haven't figured out by now, this is going to be digression after digression after digression. And it's just, we're going to be going off on every little tangent, because you know what? The, that's where you get the, the color of the painting from, I think, in, in my opinion. Mm. Anyway, so, uh, Iceland was pretty yeah. cool. Um, so, tell me about it. Like... These are going to be really stupid questions, but I like to know that stuff. Was it as, is it as cold as people think? No, it's no? not, actually. Um, the coldest... Like, obviously, Temperature-wise, um, like, maybe minus 15 was the coldest. I meant the wind, though. The, oh, wind the wind could pick you up and blow you away. That's. I remember Christmas Eve there was um, literally a 150-kilometer wind. And all the houses are made out of concrete, but mm-hmm. you hear the wind whistling through it. Mm-hmm. Right? It was crazy. It was nuts. Mm, maybe um, I wouldn't like it there. I mm, freaking hate wind. Nah. With that goddamn passion, I hate wind. Yeah, yeah, but still, I mean, there's, it's not like that all the time. Mm. But um, yeah, there's there's rain, and you know, it, the the motto is wait five minutes, just wait five minutes, and the and the weather will change. Yeah, I suppose with with the uh, the Gulf streams they have, or not Gulf stream, I guess, but with the uh, ocean air stream they have, you know, mm. the weather would change like mad because mm. you know generally what would what would come there would hit Europe afterwards for the most part yeah uh, but so I that's, mean that's really neat no know, it's really amazing and and you know that I was always warned when I moved there that you know oh the darkness the darkness because you know it's once fall hits the sun sets really early mm. but I was in a position where I was going to work at four so the sun was set it had already set at around three Three, between three and four and then you know it's dark for the rest of the evening but 
I had that time where I was able to be outside where a lot of people don't because mm. they work the nine to five right, jobs. Yeah. So they go, go to work and it's dark and they come off of work mm. and it's dark again. I don't experience that because I was able to, I, I made sure that I had gone out. I had gone to my coffee shop in the morning time mm. and then I would go and make sure to come home and get ready for work for three, three thirty, And that's yeah. a Canadian thing. Give me my coffee, you bastards. <laughs> Otherwise I'm not functioning period. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, and it was, that's another thing, this coffee and food mm. over there was completely different. It's the thing that I, Icelanders, um, a lot of, I couldn't figure out why my carrots, because I loved their carrots, but they would go bad after a day to two days. Like, why are they not lasting? All my carrots in Canada last, like, mm. you know, you know what I'm talking about, folks, right? Well, it's, it's, they yeah. last forever. And these carrots would would last two days after I bought Jesus. them. And I thought, okay, first of all, this is a fluke. And then the second second time I bought them, I'm like, still, same mm-hmm. thing happened. And finally, I was I asked the cashier, and he's like, where are you from? And I said, Canada. He's like, oh, no preservatives. I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, it made sense, mm-hmm. right? So literally, they have their produce, and if you don't eat it that day, too bad, so sad. So, you know, Yikes. it's... How, but how no, expensive but, things are things? Oh, so expensive. Cheese for actually cheese was cheaper there than it is here, but everything else well, eggs can, yeah. eggs were seven dollars for a dozen. Really, uh, wow. seven hundred to eight hundred kronen. It's probably more now, but you think you could just that wouldn't be too bad because you just have a friggin' chicken farm. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. you think you didn't have an indoor chicken farm, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, food was expensive. Um, I once fed my daughter horse. Oopsie doodle. Well, Quebec people eat horse. I've had horse. It's not that bad. Of course, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't a young, you know, It young was a mistake, right? I bought it <laughs> thinking, oh, excuse me, thinking, it's late, mm. thinking it was, um, it was beef and uh, a friend of mine had come over and after making a fondue, because I had, like, they were like these pieces of, well, I thought it was like, you know, mm. it was doing an oil fondue and I thought, okay, well, we'll just fry this this beef up <laughs> and Emma meanwhile is watching Frozen so we have the dinner right so after the let it go scene we, we eat dinner and then she goes and says mom I want a horse just like the one in Frozen and my friend goes well you can't because you just ate it and she looks at me and I'm like <laughs> and I look at him and I'm like <gasps> right and I'm just mortified now is this a friend friend or a friend <laughs> oh gosh um because i'm sure we're gonna get into the hole mm-hmm. you've had a, i'm not gonna lie you've had uh an interesting dating experience <laughs> that's for sure like i said the i think that was the friend friend was that the friend friend or the just friend? uh you know what i can't even remember who was over but i know that they spoke icelandic mm. i can't remember if it was guillermo no i don't think it was guillermo it was uh Guillermo. Mm-hmm. The names there are awesome. No, no, he was actually a gymnastics coach that I met, mm. incidentally, not at gymnastics in Iceland, but at a coffee shop. Weird. It was really weird because <laughs> we were at a coffee shop and I met him and his partner and he, his partner had said, oh, I, I, he had laughed because I had said, oh, I'm a gymnastics coach. I just came here and he, he kind of laughs. I'm like, what? He's like, well, my partner Guillermo, Spencer goes, my partner Guillermo is also a, a gymnastics coach. I'm like, no. But I mean, that's Iceland. Mm. Right? That's how things work there. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the entire, what is it, 350,000 people on the island? Uh-huh. And the, wor- and the not the, I always say the World Cup, in the um, Euro Cup, um, over a third of their country left. <laughs> and you know what's to, funny? And was at, the, was at, didn't just leave to, you know, party in France, was at the games. And you know what's really funny? <laughs> like, that's messed up. The, the guy who was doing, you know, the drum part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had that big, um, the Icelandic cheer. Mm-hmm. The guy who leads the drum is actually a friend of mine. I know him. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, oh, I know that guy. And I, I love how, like, the coach is a dentist. You know, the players are like, what guy's I like a truck driver? Do you know why, though? <laughs> what it's guy's very... like a truck okay. driver? <laughs> so it's very expensive to live in Iceland, but they don't have any, any full time national designated individuals to participate in their sport just full time because, number one, it's not. It's not something that they are paid to do, right? They have to have their own job on top of everything else to help support, you know, their families. Because most of them are family men or women. Mm -hmm. 
right? So it's... And unless you are at the top of sport, you're not going to be really paid a lot. Like, when it comes to, you know, especially uh, football or soccer for North Americans, you're not going to be, unless you are fantastic, you're not going to be paid a lot, if anything. So, um, I could totally see, like, I just love the idea of, like, uh, you know... I have this tournament, you know, it's at the Euro. I'm playing against guys like Ronaldo and... You know, yeah, but they're actually good. They're, they're actually Oh, really yeah, they're, good. they're a decent squad. But, you know, no one would look at their individual players and be like, oh, they could totally line up against whoever. Germany, France, doesn't matter. You know, so it was really... <laughs> that's really, really funny. That it's like, yeah, that's Joe the truck driver. He plays center mid. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> and then the dentist, yeah. Yeah, the dentist is the coach. That guy's a singer. That guy's, you know... Whatever, that guy's, you know, stocks groceries. It's really funny. But, uh, no, that's that's really cool. Yeah. You know, Iceland sounds like uh, an amazing place. And well, you know, that is on our list of things to do in the next absolutely. year. Absolutely. Do a stopover yeah. before we go to the Netherlands to visit my sister. Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that would be, you know, Netherlands would be pretty cool, too, actually. Uh, my dad went to uh, Netherlands uh, when he was in the school band back in Regina, in Regina. He was in the school band, and he uh, went over to Holland um, on a bad trip, actually. And he said it's absolutely oh. beautiful. They love Canadians, mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool. And well, they loved... Hmm? They loved Canadians. Maybe they don't love us now. Oh, apparently we're pricks when we go over there. So I hear. Wow. <laughs> but you never know. But, no, it's supposed to be a beautiful country. You know, your sister uh, lives there. Mm-hmm. Because you have um, a sister who lives there. Mm-hmm. You have... Two older brothers. Yep. And don't you have another sister too? No. No. One so, sister, two older brothers. Okay. Yeah. Um, from your dad's previous marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> you've got a crazy family. Like trying to figure out your freaking family tree is <laughs> pretty nuts. Oh, it's nuts-o. pretty easy. I got one full biological brother and two half brothers and a half sister. Yeah, because is Andrew. Yeah. yeah. He's um, living on the left coast. Like my my yeah. my brother was. Mm-hmm. It's funny they're both both our brothers were in the navy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, both on the left coast. Mm-hmm. You know, and actually they were pretty close to each other. They were a ferry right away. Literally. Yeah, literally mm-hmm. a ferry right away. So it's pretty. That's pretty neat. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. You have one brother who lives here, and uh, another brother who lives in yeah, Vancouver. Yeah, owns an oil oil cleaning company. Oh, he like cleans- an oil equipment. No, something. he cleans out the wells of the oh, companies. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. I, you know what? I've never had a chance to really talk to him, but yeah, you know, every time I met and him. And then Chester, there's Chester, who is uh Fly. Yeah, I Fly. Love Fly. He he's is, awesome. He's such an incredible individual. He is the world's most interesting man. Yeah. Period. Like full stop. There's no comparing because he. Okay. Let's break down a few things here. Okay. Um, he. Uh, Okay, what did he do? He was what's what is he was it? an Board airline inspector. pilot. Yes, he was an airline pilot. First, he was an airline pilot. He went. He went to fly. um. Yeah, That's he went to um like air cadets for the long front since he was a young boy, and then he got to be an air, a commercial pilot, and then he got bored. Like just think so, about that. Think about that for a second. You know, you're you're a commercial airline pilot pilot, and you're bored. So you leave. <laughs> it's like eh, I don't want to do that anymore. Well, about it driving a plane is like driving a car all day long it's no. just like ugh. no yeah not really because one goes in the air and can like crash and, and like do crazy stuff you can crash a car i can but i'm not in the air and i'm not flying through clouds think about that <laughs> that's that's bonkers but anyway so he quit that and what now he, then he was a boat inspector mm. transport canada transport canada like yeah. he inspected boats that came yeah to, and not to... not we're not talking little dinky boats like huge no, no, yeah, ass yeah. party boats right like not party boats, like, probably, like... Yeah, no party boats, um, yachts. Yeah. Oh, he didn't do tankers or anything like that? No, it I don't doesn't, know. It doesn't he matter. He did everything. He inspected boats. So yeah. it's pretty crazy. So he goes into the, <laughs> goes into the harbor and he's doing that, inspecting mm-hmm. boats, which, again, number one, who do you hear that does that? And number two, who gets bored of that and goes and does something? Was that when he became the truck driver? Long mm-hmm. haul? So not, then he became a long haul driver. Like, what the hell that's so crazy that's he just bonkers. got bored yeah yeah like i've never met a man who's like 
And he or, loves it. Or he woman. loves long haul trucking. Yeah. yeah, he absolutely adores it. It's really funny. He's got it. It's it's all zen, you know, because he's all into zen. He doesn't like to wear shoes because he wants to be close to Mother Earth. And it's really funny. Well, Vancouver, you know, it's really funny. But um, he's he's an incredible guy. And right, he's been to freaking to North. Speak, he's been to North Korea. Just talk. okay. Just because he wanted to go. Think about that. Like, that's bonkers. Oh, yeah. And by the way, he got bored of being a long-haul trucker, so he decided to be an ice road trucker. Again, like, it's his cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. This is nuts, man. You know? Like, it's it's just, he's the most interesting man in the world. And last time he was down, he was showing us pictures of when he was in the Florida Keys on uh, on the fan boats. Um, where else has he been? He's obviously been to Holland. He speaks Dutch, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he speaks Dutch. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> okay, what haven't you done? He's crazy. But anyway, so that's, uh, that's fly. And mm-hmm. then your sister, who yep. lives in Holland. Well, yeah. Is, uh, is an artiste. She is a musician. Yeah. Although that's not a Dutch accent. That's, I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, it's Germanish. <sighs> Something. Germanish. Yeah. Don't get those two mixed Germanish. up. Germanish. <laughs> Germanish. Yeah. Don't get those two mixed up. They don't like that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so she's a musician. She actually played at our wedding. Mm-hmm. She's fantastic. Oh, she's amazing. Oh. Your whole your your whole family is very musical. It's it's pretty cool. Um, which yeah, for people who don't know, you play guitar, you play piano, you sing, um, you also paint, which is insane. Ish. We have like two of your paintings in the house, which is nuts. Um, you uh, write. You're a gymnastics coach. Did you do you suck at anything? Like, Jesus. Oh yeah, singing. You don't suck at singing. You think you do. No, there's a lot of things that I'm not good at, but I just choose not to do them. Baka Junai. Goofball. You are fantastic at everything. It's it's unbelievable. Your story is crazy. Wow. You know, where do you get... Where do you... Okay, this is coming from someone who's not artistic in any way, shape, or form. Where do you get... Like, when you look at a canvas, like, where do you get inspiration from? Creativity. Where do you get that from? Like, what do you think? I don't think anything. I just pick up the brush and go I just well you're doing it now because you've you uh, started the <laughs> Medicine Hat Rocks for those of you who don't know the Medicine Hat Rocks page which is Medicine Hat Rocks Facebook page yeah it's started by you because you found these painted rocks when you were uh, at Andrew's wedding mm-hmm. yeah you found these painted rocks my brother yeah, yeah and you they said like oh you can keep me or rehide me or whatever and then you brought that to Medicine Hat that little you know, you brought some of the rocks there, you hit a few, and then in Medicine Hat, you started it, you, you know, when you found a rock, you would paint it and then hide it somewhere, and when, you know, it's kind of like a fun little thing for, you know, the family or whatever, so that's, that's pretty cool, but again, like, was it yesterday, you know, you guys were painting rocks, and I'm just like, I don't know what I would paint a rock, I don't know what I would paint anything, I don't know, like, I'm just, I'm not artistic at all, I look at it, and I'm like, I don't know, like, even a canvas, I'm like, I don't know where to start, you know, so that's, that's pretty neat. You just use Pinterest, and you find something, well, and then you go. Yeah, there's that, too, you know, I like, mm-hmm. I like Pinterest, <laughs> but, okay, so, Islanda, mm-hmm. and then, uh, and then back to medicine at full circle yeah my mom got sick and had a little bit of a heart issue and so yeah i got back and helped her sort her stuff and yeah yeah she's she's a pretty she's a pretty incredible woman as well to be fair um yeah the amount she never stops working ever i think she sleeps like an hour a night (laughs) because she's gotta get up and go to work Mm -hmm. you know when she's not working she's doing stuff for her church and you know, because she found, found the Lord, you know, so that's, you know, she's, she's pretty incredible. And you know what? Every time I see her, I say, you're one hell of a mother because you um, raised uh, my favorite person. So um, that's pretty cool. You know, mm-hmm. um, her story too is, is pretty crazy. She's from uh, Massachusetts, Massachusetts. Well, I'm going to say that wrong every single time. <laughs> I just call it Mass. Yeah, Mass. no, that's fine. Yeah, she's Mass. from there. Yeah, from Holyoke, or from Boston, or, or what? Holyoke. Holyoke. Okay, yeah. she was from Holyoke too. Because okay. yeah. we we had went there and and uh, met a bunch of your family. Sadly, when your uh, grandmother passed away, I would have would have loved to meet her, 
and your grandfather too because he sounds like a cool cat oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah it's just the stories you guys were telling which yeah that'll be another podcast that's mm-hmm. for sure but uh anyway it looks like we got to wrap this thing up here so uh, oh god yeah, yeah. ladies and gentlemen this is the yeah. first of many but we will see you again